is a box, a musical box, wound up and ready to play. Can you guess what is in it today? Hello, and welcome to Box 39, the treasure chest of magazine, music and the funny side of life, rooted in our community here at 106.6 FM, Colm Radio. I'm Bill Lawrence, and this week I'm joined by Mark Harwood, looking gorgeous to my left in the studio, and Adrian Cohen, who's down there in the Cone Radio Music Library. That's right, and our show today is an antidote to dissatisfaction and discontent, a remedy for division and detachment, and a restorative for the unhappiness and misery that has lingered in our community over the last few long months and years. Because here on Box 39, we love the 21st century. We certainly do. We're full of happiness and cheer. We're only looking forward, we're not looking back. And during the course of this show, we're going to be appreciating and enjoying and even loving the good, the great, the uplifting and the heartening bits of our great communities that people may have forgotten about recently and may have been overshadowed and uh, which may definitely made our 21st century a time to celebrate. So raise a smile, a cheer, perhaps even a glass to the 21st century. Almost 20% past, beautiful, shiny, with wonderful potential. The future's bright. The future is Box 39. Well, at least for the next 58 minutes. You're listening to Box... Uh, what is it? 39. Box 39. Everybody counting the minutes. Ordinary minutes that are passing just like any other minutes, but leading to an extraordinary moment. We're watching as the last year of the last century of the old millennium slouches off stage to make way for the youthful entry of the new. the United Kingdom, people have been celebrating the start of the new millennium. Hundreds of thousands converged on city centres the length of the land to enjoy fireworks, street parties and concerts. The first babies of the century have been born and there's no real sign yet of the millennium bug. Welcome to Box 39, and you're listening to Ausgang Exit, our live 16-piece house band with international teenage executives. (music) 
band this was uh, we're playing this because this was their first single released on the 1st of January 2000 so our show is all about how much we love the 21st century and uh, we're also joined by listeners who've texted to say that they're listening to the show and they love the 21st century and uh, our old friend Mango Dread from Shrub End he's listening to us and he says he loves the 21st century Mike he absolutely loves it because his mobile phone is already better than Captain Kirk's communicator uh, that he had on Star Trek and he says he watched Star Trek in the late 1960s as a little boy and he dreamt of owning one of Kirk's leftover communicators one day but his mobile is even better than a Star Trek communicator because Mango says he receives photos of his grandson on it every day and he loves that that's nice isn't it Mike? that's very nice I like that yeah um, so did you like Star Trek Mike? Um, you, yes you, and no you were out there weren't you at oh, the time you were living the this life this is true I had trouble coming back in they banned me <laughs> Yeah. Okay, well, look, I'll tell you why I love the 21st century. Uh, it's, it's all due to Mr. Bill Gates, uh, who some people love. Uh, I love him because uh, his vast financial resources, he's used for some wonderful, wonderful philanthropy. And uh, he's, uh, he's eradicating polio in the world uh, yeah. with his money. Uh, did you know, Mike, uh, in 1988, when you were a little boy, yeah, yeah there was uh, 350,000 cases every year, and it went across 125 countries. Yeah. And now it's been wiped out in uh, North America, South yeah. America, uh, Australia, and yeah. all polo free, and Europe, Europe in 2002, yeah. and uh, S- Southeast Asia, and it's almost gone from Africa as well. So yeah. that's pretty amazing. That's why yeah. it, it used to be 40 new polio cases an hour, and now there's about 40 a year. So that's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. And I, I, I've estimated, using uh, my fingers and uh, thumbs, that more than 18 million people walking the earth today who wouldn't be if it wasn't for Mr. Bill Gates. Yeah. So that's why I love the 21st century, Mike. Why do you? Well, um, adding to the, uh, the breakthroughs in uh, medical science, um, there are, well, I could list 10, but uh, <laughs> only have time for some, but uh, yes. I'll run through a few of them. Uh, for example, HIV survival um, through a combination of uh, uh, drug therapy, uh, combined drug advances in all fields. There was um, campaigns like uh, the uh, campaign to uh, reduce anti-smoking, uh, yeah. sorry, to, to yeah. the anti-smoking laws, um, and uh, to stop public smoking, secondary smoking. I remember that. I didn't uh, think it would ever work in pubs, I have to say. Yeah. I never thought that would happen, but it well, did. The good thing is it's re- reduced the risk of strokes and um, cancers, especially lung cancer. Uh, other advancements, um, one estimate is that heart disease deaths have dropped by about 40%. Um, that's, again, partly due to drug advances. Uh, the technology is um, improving all the time, like sewing new vessels into heart bypass disease arteries, transplants. Um, wow. It was quite a lot. It's yeah. more than you think. When you're listing it all like that, you don't realise how much it's That's changed. Right. And then there was uh, stem cell research, lab-breaking breakthroughs wow. in clinical advances. Yeah. And um, uh, robots aren't all good, but uh, robotic, robotic surgery certainly is. Um, improved accuracy for the surgeons. Uh, and um, also the thing about technology and health is that um, doctors uh, can really get um, information very quickly. Instead of going to the library and maybe looking up something uh, that might be a bit rare, maybe taking four hours, they can do it in five minutes on their, on their iPad. Because it wasn't so long ago, Mike, when you were a little boy, that uh, Louis Pasteur and him, him discovered germs, had he? So in your That's lifetime, right. you've seen such a lot of things, haven't you? Well, in ni- 1956, not 1856, 1956, <laughs> I, uh, I, was, I was diagnosed with polio, actually, and um, fortunately it wasn't, but it was a diseased bone. And uh, if it wasn't for uh, penicillin, for example, um, I would be uh, without a leg. And um, fortunately, they could take the disease part out, replace it. They kept me out of the uh, English military in Suez, but um, not out of the American one. But that's it, another story. Was it an ending to your ballet days, Mike? Well, it, to be honest, um, I couldn't afford the skirts. <laughs> I've seen you practising in the Black Boy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm quite nice. <laughs> let's hear from Adrian, shall we? So let's, uh, we'll click over and we'll go all the way down to the, uh, the uh, Colm Radio Towers music library down on the third floor. And we haven't heard from him in a while, so let's hear from Adrian now. There's an ancient bridge 
that lives in me As old as rain As old as dreams I can't stop now I'm in too deep Myself in the wonder of things. There's a faultless God who counts my sins. He follows me around on devil's wings. Ah, but I don't care. The wonder of things will vary from person to person. The little things that make you happy are inevitably up to you, but it is a wonder how simple such things can be. Never mind the wonder of the blood falls in Antarctica or the rainbow eucalyptus trees in Hawaii. What about the wonder of things like completely peeling an orange with one peel? What about the wonder of interpretive dancing when nobody is watching? Waking up early and realizing you have hours to sleep or finding a serious bit of money in a pocket that you'd forgotten? What about the smell of rain on tarmac or taking the first sip of a beer that you've been thinking about all day? or taking off your shoes when you get home, or popping bubble wrap. These are the true and everyday wonder of things. Box 39, The Wall of Radio Sound, with Bill Lawrence, Adrian Cohen and Ian Tallentire. When I first came to Indonesia, the 20th century still had one more decade to go. In charge, we still had General Suharto, who had come to power as a dictator in 1966, after stepping in to save the country from a coup that wiped out all of his rivals, and that he almost certainly staged himself while blaming it on his opponents, a few million of whom ended up dead in the following year or two. He was forced from office after 30 years of regular rigged and rubber-stamped elections and an era of very orderly kleptocracy. This happened because of the 1998 Asian economic crisis, a widespread and bottoming-out financial debacle not much felt by the good people of Northeast Essex. And this happened immediately before we all arrived in the 21st century. Suharto's fall ushered in a new era of reform and nascent democracy. So far in the 21st century, we have had five general elections, relatively free and fair, and five peaceful handovers of power, five different presidents, and with only one ex-military figure among them. The current president, Jokowi, who is as not military as not military can be, was once the owner of a furniture factory, before successful stints as the mayor of a large city first, and then of the capital city, Jakarta. He is now embarking on his second term, having recently trounced the as-military-as-military-can-be General Prabowo, who set out his stall to become a Donald Trump-type president, but with a background in actually running death squads. 
So we are now 20 years into the 21st century. And what do we have to show for this new era of reform and nascent democracy? Well, plenty, I'd say. A fast improving health system, a less rigged justice system, improving schools and universities, and there is the ever-strengthening freedom of speech and freedom of association, the dampening effect of a suffocating bureaucracy with all its corruption and cronyism has been significantly lifted, at least for ordinary people, and the middle class has exploded on a sensational scale, numbering about 5 million at the beginning of the 21st century, and then a spectacular 75 million just six years ago, and it's thought it will reach an estimated 140 million by next year, and that's out of a population of 280 million. This extraordinary expansion of the middle class has brought with it the irresistible need for greater political and entrepreneurial freedom, better schools and hospitals, more shops, more places to stay, more transportation, better TV, a better selection of crisps in convenience stores, fast internet, political activism, cinemas showing foreign films not as censored as they used to be, butter and cheese that are not in tins, and so on and so on. 2019. Will this country ever be squeezed like a genie back into its General Suharto bottle? I don't think so. Warts and all, and even with certain persistent problems notwithstanding, and new ones admittedly creeping in, I'd say, reporting here from Indonesia, we love the 21st century. Welcome back. That's Ausgang uh, Exit again. And uh, this is one of their very early songs called Sent Home Early for No Good Reason in a Good Way. I'll, I'll say that again because I got that wrong, Mike. Oh. Uh, it's Sent Home Early for No Reason in a Good Way. Yeah. I might just say, what a commendable bra section we've got tonight with Ausgang Exit. Well done, keep going. Now, uh, that was their, by the way, that was their first number one uh, in India of the 21st century in May 2003. So this is Box 39. You're listening to us. We are live, very much live, on uh, 106.6 FM Colm Radio. And our show is all about how much we just embrace and love and enjoy and uh, the, the 21st century. It's gorgeous. We're also joined by listeners, of course. Uh, we got the usual few texts in to say that they're listening to the show and they love the 21st century. And uh, da- Dave from Stanway has texted to say that he loves the 21st century because he, now he has great headphones that he can wear in bed. And uh, he can listen to test cricket, which he likes, loves to listen to, throughout the night without disturbing his husband. And he adds that uh, not only are his headphones... Headphones? Can't speak tonight. Oh, not only are his headphones Bluetooth, they're also wireless, so no wires get tangled up in. And they fit perfectly over his rather over-large and protruding ears. So, I'm glad you're hearing us well on your headphones tonight, Dave. Uh, and we love the 21st century. And my, I'm going to tell you one of the things about 21st yeah. century, which uh, is just, it, it, I love. It's screw-top wine. The screw cap. Did you know, in the wine world, this is referred to as the Stelvin. Did you know that, Michael? I did not know that. Yeah, it's the ma- the manufacturer tonight. is a Stelvin. Stelvin. Yeah. Uh, and it's equivalent to uh, all those technologies that uh, keep the, uh, the finished product in, in tip-top condition. Yeah. Because yeah, if a wine presents, uh, pro- 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 possesses rapturous depths of fruity flavour and wonderful acidity, that's what keeps it fresh. And the screw crap cap is just all about doing that. And, and, and it will do it as long as the wine is stored. So it's important to um, screw your Stelvin down very firmly <laughs> to keep the uh, Yes, the wine always have a firm Stelvin, I think, is, yeah. the, is the lesson oh, we're learning. Yeah, well, 
I've learned that tonight. Yeah, and when they first came out, they weren't very good, and uh, people didn't think they were last. But they they did this little thing between the cap's plastic seal and the metal cap, and now that disaster has been eliminated, and it's been a perfect closure. Ah, for the wine industry in the 21st century. And also, do you know, I used to hate that struggle, not only to find the, the bottle opener, but yeah. also to stop the cork from just falling into loads of pieces. It was always a disaster. Yeah. Especially at parties when you don't know where the opener is. And, uh, uh, yeah, you and you've drunk too much wine. Absolutely. So, so what do you love about the 21st century, Mike? Well, continuing the alcohol um, theme, but uh, I think a great advance is alcohol-free and low-alcohol low, uh, Lagers and beers, because yeah. um, again, it uh, has health advantages. You don't get hangovers, uh, <laughs> saves livers, saves yeah. lives. Very good, and, very um, true. Does it taste becoming, as nice? Well, yeah, yeah. The uh, can I add, can I be can I do advertising on here? Yeah, the no Bex Blue, the Bex Blue. My uh, my partner says is just like real lager. Uh, so they cost me a bit more than uh, you know, but it's worth it because uh, she doesn't get a hangover either. So, so here, uh, here is the test, Mike. Do you do you ever drink it? Uh, only when I'm desperate. But uh, <laughs> I've never seen you drink alcohol-free loads. This is true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm doing the silence of my own uh, compartment. But we home. are thinking about the community in general, aren't we? And well, it, a, a massive advantage. When it comes to the community, um, there's one or two, and the, uh, non-alcoholic bars are opening in London. Um, there's one um, called Redemption in North Kensington, good name, for its first alcoholic cocktail bar. And um, instead of uh, drinking cocktail uh, co- coconut water based on um, mocktails, as they call them, you can have something that is uh, delicious and um, still tastes good, but without the effects. And there's Mark's Bar. That's uh, not Karl Marx, but Mark <laughs> as in apostrophe. As in Spencer's. Bar, Spencer's, yes. Yeah. In Soho, and um, that one, um, I can uh, actually read you. It says, um, our final page of mixed drinks is listed in sympathy to the drivers, the impending mothers, those who have consumed too much, those who are not yet able to consume, and finally those whose religion, culture, or mother uh, or mother forbids them to um, imbibe. So it brings people together, as you say, in a, in a community way. I'm following your, your line of drinking across London. So you're starting off in South Kensington. Now yeah. you've got to Soho. Yeah. Any more? Uh, then I'll um, finish up in Holborn, uh, closer to Liverpool. All right, you can get the train up. home, yeah. Uh, where there's a pub, a pop-up pub called The Clean Vic. I bet you didn't know the that. The Clean Vic? The Clean Vic. And, uh, okay. It's, uh, well, save your, <laughs> save your uh, pennies because... Um, it has low alcohol, uh, uh, alcohol, <laughs> non-alcohol, alcohol, low alcohol, yeah. and no alcohol. Yeah. Uh, you just pay five pounds entry, and you get two drinks plus two snack bars, or two snack, two snacks at the bar, and that is certainly much cheaper than a pint of beer. Well, I'm, I, I think you should take us on a tour of these places, Mike, and just yeah. to, just remember to bring your credit card. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying that too, you told me that. <laughs> okay, well, look, okay. let's uh, move on. The Colm Radio Towers. Uh, I'm sure all of you who live near or around Wivenhoe, you've noticed that it dominates the skyline of Wivenhoe. Uh, it's a great piece of 21st century architecture. I mean, it's got its myriad of offices and studios and breakout rooms. And let's return to Adrian in the Colm Radio Music Library down there on the third floor of the Colm Radio Towers. And uh, it's next door to the Colm Radio Gym and Boxing Ring. <laughs> Stop. 
I think too many people expend too much energy trying to insulate themselves completely from the possibility of vicissitudes, of the ups and downs and the rough and smooth of life. Sure, no one goes looking for unpleasantness or setbacks, but people can end up numb if every step they make is calculated to avoid them. Opportunities are not seized and instead their risks get weighed and weighed until the opportunities are gone and missed and you never know what might have happened. We should not be afraid to feel it all. Happiness is all the sweeter if we have known sadness. Success is all the sweeter if we have known failure. Safety is all the sweeter if we have faced danger. It is better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. I say we should feel it all. Yes, that's right. Just feel it all. Once more from me, Venetia Tardy Bint, reporting to you live from the lush golden sands of Antigua, thanks to the generosity of the Stanway Road Infant School, whose plant and acorn week left them with a carbon surplus, happily offset by my rather gorgeous business class seat here, on a quest to find a suitable work of art for Wivenhoe's fourth plinth. Regrettably, I'm not staying at the ancestral plantation. That followed the male line and went to a chinless wonder of a second cousin who married some minor offshoot of dubious Eastern European nobility. Not that I'm better, as my B&B in St. John's is perfectly charming and just down an authentically rutted and rubbish-strewn alleyway from the house where Sir Viv Richards was born and brought up. So I do feel it is a neighbourhood of distinction that I can relate to. There is some very intriguing art here, using whatever flotsam comes to hand to create original, if somewhat rustic pieces, perhaps not quite recherche enough for a suburb as sophisticated as Wivenhoe. They are, I sense, but a metaphor for Antigua's greatest assets, the gifts from Mother Nature. Everywhere here is bathed in fabulous light, the colours fresh and vivid, and as I brainstorm, I am serenaded by tropical birds, tree frogs and crickets, the limpid Caribbean Sea gently washing a crescent of empty sand. After my fifth rum punch, a flash of shy genius. A perfect adornment for the fourth plinth is nature's greatest gift. Glorious, fresh air. Transparent, life-affirming and artistically ambiguous. And the best news of all is that it won't take up any of my weight allowance. What's in it then? And uh, welcome back. 106.6 FM. I'm Bill Lawrence. This is Box 39. And you're listening to Ausgang Exits with uh, a song that they performed at the... It was their opening song at the Royal Variety Performance in November 2015. And it's Thursday is Friday evening. A fantastic solo from Sue in the corner there on the... uh, on the Glockenspiel. So our show tonight, all about how much we love the 21st century. And once more we've been joined by a listener, and it's our, our old friend Donna from Norwich. 
Donna from Norris. We know her well. We uh, hello, Donna. I'm glad you're listening. And she's texting and says she loves the 21st century and uh, because she's just bought one of those new eye baths from the Apple eye bath store uh, up in Norwich, uh, the Apple store there. And she's currently luxuriating and listening to the show. And she's downloaded a free app. And the specially fitted bath, it plays uh, music from her iPhone has 60 underwater lights that can be programmed to make patterns and moods and can sync to her music. It's got an Alexa-style commands to fill the bath to the required depth and temperature and there's over 500 different blends of soaps she can lather up while listening to Box 39. She can even dictate text to us, Mike, while she's uh, using her Bluetooth, Bluetooth digi soap dish. I've heard it's, uh, she also communicates to us from uh, the bath. She's right? in the bath now, Mike. Is That's that right? the point. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's keep up, Mike. Keep up. Keep listening. <laughs> now, I love the 21st century. And thank you, Donna. It's very nice that you do. You sound like an amazing bath. Now, I like another bit of technology. I'm glad you're talking about technology because I really like uh, satellite navigation systems, which are known to technical people like you, Mike, as global positioning system, GPS. Yeah, I had to look that up. Yeah, very versatile, aren't they? And you find them anywhere. And it's not just cars. We all think, well, well sat-nav's great. But GPS is absolutely any industrial se- sector. Got them. They map forests. They help farmers harvest their fields, uh, navigate airplanes, uh, military applications, emergency services when they need to get to someone, used by businesses, governments, of course, to keep track on people like you, Mike. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and wireless communications. It really has changed the way people communicate and live and I was really thought I would not like my sat nav when I got it in car but now I banish maps yeah. I poo poo maps I just I say go I yeah. love my and a voice the voice of my sat nav yeah. is a gorgeous Australian man it's lovely makes you feel less alone but uh, uh, <laughs> it does on a do they yeah. always work because if they don't work it's a problem uh, for example we were taking my daughter and a man friend up uh, from uh, Provence to Valence to catch a Eurostar and the uh, sat-nav was great on the motorway. And then uh, as it was um, Eurostar, the, uh, uh, the uh, station was way outside Valence in the country and uh, didn't have a lot of time. And um, when um, we got, we were just going through a field with grapes and nothing and uh, it said you had arrived at your destination. Thank you very much, we said. Um, fortunately, we drove into a village and uh, asked a human being where the station was and caught the train by one minute. So there you go. But they are they are great overall, yes. They are. Well, why else do you like the 21st century, Mike? Well, um, I think the uh, rapid increases in technology have many um, great benefits. For example, uh, the recent uh, launching of um, the Antarctic uh, uh, research ship uh, cost £200 million, the Sir David uh, Attenborough. Yes, and, yes. Uh, With a quite, funny name, isn't it? Yeah. It originally had the name of uh, Boaty MacBoaty, but uh, that was uh, demoted down to um, their underwater submarines. Uh, I've got a poem on that in a minute, but before we get there, what's great about um, the technology on this uh, new ship is that um, it can just uh, research uh, aspects of global warming, about the climate, uh, possible solutions much quicker um, and get it to scientists. And there's hope there. And the other thing that uh, I like about the 21st century, although it's a kind of negative positive, is um, the commitment of young people like uh, Greta Thunberg, I think her name was, yeah, who uh, right. so committed that she went across the uh, Atlantic um, in a uh, totally environmentally friendly uh, was small ship. And all the toilet was just a blue bucket. I mean, lots of yeah. discomfort, but she did it. That was terrific. And uh, then she went to several conferences, I think, on, uh, in, uh, in America. And, of course, uh, Extinction, Extin- Extinction Rebellion. XR, um, I think they're known as XR, now. which XR. Um, was started by two people in a council house in Stroud. And it spread very quickly because uh, so many people are concerned about uh, what could happen to the Earth. And uh, people are so committed, like gluing themselves to um, uh, fences outside the, uh, of uh, cabinet buildings, etc., etc. And most people know about it, but... Um, there's still hope in a, in a difficult... Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And that is something to celebrate, isn't it? We should really be shouting about these things rather yeah. than worrying about other things. Yeah. Now, you're going to read us a poem, aren't you, Mike? That's right. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to put on the Mike Harwood poetry music first. Are you ready for this? I am. I'm not going to read a poem without it. Okay. 
Right, this is um, about the uh, yellow um, submarines, which are um, robotic and um, they can go where no man or woman has been before. It's not just Star Trek, you know. It's um, And um, as I said before, the name of these yellow uh, incredible submarines are Boaty Mac Boatface. And this is a dedication uh, uh, to uh, to them, really. And also the way trends start and um, get taken up, like the words... Uh, Mac and Face come into other areas, as we'll see in the first stanza. The poem's called Boating Mac Boatface, How Trends Start and the Climate Crisis. The naming of Antarctic climate change, deep ocean sub Boating Mac Boatface, started a trend of trendy Mac trend faces. A Sydney ferry launched Ferry Mac Ferry Face. New Sydney race course, Horsey Mac Horseface. Gothenburg Stockholm Express, Trainee Mac Train Face. South End on Sea, New Skate Park, Skatey Mac Skateface. Shropshire Council, Gritter, Gritty Mac Gritface. Mirror, mirror on the deep ocean floor. Who is Macface? Who is the one that's most vital of all? The yellow remotely controlled sub, Boaty Mac Boatface. By reversing climate change, researching to save the face of the human race face. Antarctic winds are blowing more strongly due to greenhouse gases and the hole in the ozone layer, causing turbulent mixing of warm and cold water. The cold water expands, becoming less dense, raising sea levels, flooding, flooding low-lying countries. To help scientists to counter changes in climate, Boaty goes where no man or woman has gone before. Boaty Mac Boface maps deep ocean water, creates spatial views of changing currents on sea floors collects data on underwater rapids and waterfalls. Raise a positive glass to Boaty Mac Boatface, putting a smile on Straighty Mac Straightface, saving the face of the human Mac Face Race. Thank you, Mike. Absolutely brilliant. Well, look, Colm Radio Towers, uh, built in 2012, remember, here that we're in, uh, after a competition to find the design. And it was won by the local retired architect and professional football referee, Ralph Struth. And uh, the thing he built into it, which I love, when it's viewed from above, the central tower represents the tuning dial of a radio, whilst the staff car park and the central solar heat exchanger and the non-binary shower and quarantine zone, they look just like the volume, the bass and the treble knobs on a standard kitchen-based DBS radio. So here's Adrian from our music library once more. recently decided to quit a job that I enjoy immensely, which I have been doing for 12 years in four-month stints each year. All things being equal, I could have continued doing it for another five years or more, and possibly enjoying it more and more. But I have decided to quit anyway, and I feel good about it. Last year and the year before, I suffered from bad health, and it got me thinking about calling it a day. Back to good health this year, I have quite simply never enjoyed doing it as much as this. So should I have hung on for a few more years and seen if I could repeat this year's good as it gets feeling? Or should I have just waited for the gradual accumulation of negative things to take the decision out of my hands or bring it to an end on a more deflated note? I decided to quit while I felt on top. One has always got options. Oh, 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 oh,
been working as a cabbie for, uh, I've been working for 10 or 12, you know, 10 or a long time, 10 or 12 weeks now. I love it, it's a great game. I get to drive along roads like this. I get to see all sorts of people, always new people. You see that there, that's a nice little cafe there. Oh, come on, man, across the way. Oh, they do, love it. I'll go in there sometimes, I'll have a coffee. When I start my shift in the morning, because early, I'll have like a nice coffee, I'll say, oh, I want a coffee, I want, I'll have a mocha chocolate poca, uh, please. Sometimes I go and now I'll have a double, double eggs, a double shot of a mocha waka chocolate blocker. I am a, a coffee connoisseur, I think. That's what they call the the the, the camera, the tasteful photograph. If you're speeding, it's a speed camera. Uh, when you get me, you get mad fools, mad fools that rush off that bypass and uh, don't slow down at all for no one. They still come off the bypass. They still think they're doing 80 miles an hour. This is residential. You know, you've got to respect residential. Um, oh, I like that petrol station we go past. That's the M&S petrol. The Wild Bean Cafe is called. What a, what a lovely thing. It's evocative. They're evocative for me of a Wild Bean Cafe, like some sort of a magical, a magical place you go like in uh, Yugoslavia or uh, uh, Belgium, somewhere like that. The Wild Bean Cafe, I like that. Remember that idea? He was very good, wasn't he? He wasn't there. He was a slouch in his job. He, he was he was tasked with finding uh, finding something uh, track drivers like me, and he came up with that magical name. Yeah, oh, look at that man over there. Look, that's a terrible bit of driving. Absolutely dreadful. You know, uh, you should drive as like that. You should be left on the road. You know, if you if you're going to drive like that, you shouldn't be given your test. You should be banned. Banned. Look at that. Throw away the key. He's dangerous, God. I love my driving. This is a rather slow and romantic, moody piece from the boys and girls at Ausgang Exit called Walking to Accentuate My Drainpipe Trousers. <laughs> and this was first played, uh, well played rather, at the inauguration of the first female Norfolk Golf Club president in February 2011. So this is Box 39. You're listening to us uh, here on 106.6 FM, Colm Radio. I'm Bill Lawrence. Uh, I've got uh, the, the magnificent and moody Mike sitting to my left. And we've actually got two other people in this studio. We've not, not, not mentioned them yet, but uh, they're coming up on the radio in a little bit later. We are joined by uh, some other fellow broadcasters. Now, we'll, we'll meet and greet them later in very soon. Our show is all about how, how much we love the 21st century. And uh, we are joined by some listeners who've texted in. And this actually is a very long email we've received from Andrew. And so I'll read it out as best I can. It's very interesting. And thank you very much for sending this in, Andrew. Uh, Andrew and his wife, son and daughter, and his cousin George. So you got it so far. And they're all driving uh, to Stansted as they are listening to the show. And Andrew says he loves the 21st century because it's actually lighter than the 20th century. Um, because of the huge increase in air passenger numbers across the world. And he says there's now every additional human in the air reduces the Earth's weight. And there are now over a million people at any one time who are not standing on the Earth but are in the air. That's amazing, isn't it, Mike? There's a million it people is. up there. A million. I like to weigh them. Now, well, Andrew says this is a really good thing because as the population of the Earth grows dramatically, he says, there's a danger that this extra weight could make the surface of the Earth collapse in places, creating what he calls heavy humanity sinkholes. Have you heard of those? No, 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 neither have I. But anyway, he carries on. Uh, he suggests that mankind can only be saved if governments build, a, he estimates, over 4 million driverless electric jumbo spaceships to continually circle the Earth, which would be essentially just dormitories for storing heavy, heavy humanity in bundles. Yeah. yeah. And he finishes by saying that he and his family are off to Stanford because they're flying to Wyoming in the United States uh, today to join the Reverend Cyrus Love III and his Church of the Eternal Weightless Being at his desert headquarters. Because uh, Andrew says the day of judgment of the heavy humanity sinkholes is imminent. 
And Cyrus loves his loves closest followers are hoping to be on that first space dormitory because they're building it at the church right now. Good Lord, I didn't, didn't realise this pro, this programme was um, so educational. It is. Well, good luck, Andrew. And, you know, uh, obviously let us know how you get on or maybe yeah. you won't be able to if you're stuck out there in space. But, uh, yeah. you know, have a good time out there. That's all I can say. Yeah. Now, Mike, why do you love the 21st century? Well, picking up on the driverless electric jumbo spaceships, I don't think... Uh, we're going to build over four million by Christmas, um, but um, it is a lot, isn't it? Yeah, uh, another uh, technical advance is um, the uh, move towards electric cars, and uh, we know what the problems are um, about uh, gas-fueled uh, cars, about the uh, uh, the environment, the damage it does, and um, I think it was just last week that SUVs, which are becoming more popular, are um, one of the heaviest uh, uh, polluters. What, so, on, Mike, what's an SUV? It's a standard Uncle Victor. Yeah. Big car. I know what you mean. <laughs> a big car. Okay. Huge car. Yeah. I don't know why they're so big, actually. Like, <laughs> I drive in my little one and I feel like I'm next to a coach in a car, car park. I don't get it. But anyway, the point about electric cars is that they're far cheaper. They There's are. No, ga- no toxic gas emissions. Um, uh, they are low maintenance. Um, yeah. A lot of advantages. What are the disadvantages? Can you name one, Bill? No. Well, I have had an electric car for seven years, so I, I can't think of a disadvantage. They are very much like me. They're, not not a know. hybrid, just electric. My, no, mine's hybrid. Ah, so it doesn't I don't have to plug it in. I never have to plug it in. Because the point, the trouble is, plugging it in. Uh, in the article I read, it only um, cars only go electric cars that can only go fifteen hundred miles an hour. Maybe there's advances since then. Yeah, no, I don't think not so. Not miles an hour, but distance, 100 And then you, you might, and, you're not going to uh, find a charging point in the middle of the country, so well, exactly. I mean, uh, you know, uh, and they take a long time to get uh, charged, four to six hours. So let's hope that uh, the whole process can be speeded up. Um, but we do love them. We do. There is a problem about, um, well, it's like a lot of things in life, positives and negatives. The positive is that uh, they reduce noise pollution. The negative is that um, if you can't hear them coming, then... Um, you know, that then, is very true. There yeah. is a several occasions, more than several, where I drive through a car park and people just don't, they, they, they right. sense cars with their eyes rather than their ears. Or like, with their ears rather rather than their eyes. That's right. They're yeah. like people who unfortunately have um, uh, ear, uh, earphones in and uh, don't listen to traffic when they're... Or, but it is but, great fun. You can get right up behind one of them and just hoot the horn. Is that just, right? Yeah, that's great fun. <laughs> they jump out of their uh, they, ju- they do earphones. they jump the out of their earphones yeah. absolutely well thanks for that Mike uh, that's, that's okay, really yeah. good I, I, I just, we love the 21st century day we're, we're, we do. It's, it's a joy now the new Calm Radio Towers which we, I think we've mentioned tonight it's won so many prestigious awards hasn't it for its, uh, its yeah. versatility its uh, aesthetic subtlety it's an uh, app-driven office blinds management system. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And in Impressive. 2018, of course, as we all know, because we went to the ceremony, it was uh, recognised as a site of special scenic interest, wasn't it, by both yeah. Wivenhoe Parish Council and the European Union Urban Space Committee. Yeah. So, bearing that in mind, let's pop down to the, uh, the music library once more to hear from Adrian. Living in a materialistic and consumerist culture, your aspirations and perspectives on yourself and everyone around you are under constant assault. You are constantly asked, both directly and indirectly, if you could be happier than you are, or as happy as you could be. You are asked to question yourself as to whether you have a good enough car, 
You are asked to question yourself as to whether you have a big enough house. You are asked to question yourself as to whether you give your kids enough stuff. You are asked to question yourself as to whether you have the right body shape, a good enough face, or the right condition of hair. You are asked to question yourself as to whether you have visited the right places and seen the right sights. I say shake it off. That's what I say to you. Shake it off. Just shake it off. There's a tune that I wrote, actually, that I was thinking about places that were very high up and very, you know, remote, and I could imagine, in my head, I was imagining being there very early in the morning. And it was only years afterwards, actually, that I realised that every place that I was thinking about when I was writing that tune, every single one of them had these cup and ring marked stones there. But I, I didn't know that at the time. And there's something in that tune that now I think, yes, that, that's actually what this tune is about. It's not just the landscape. It's that sense of something deeper. And because these cup and ring marked stones, nobody knows what they mean or why they're in these particular areas. And yet the places where they are, there's definitely something slightly strange about them. Thirty-nine is the eclectic and original magazine and music show broadcast live every week from Studio One here at Colm Radio Towers. Think about me. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> uh, the, 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 the thing, the egg thing. And I'm posing the questions. During the war, we all had to have a little box with a gas mask on. I think it's marvellous. This is exciting. Absolutely mental. What does that tell us about what's happening in world football? Well, that's quite remarkable for a man of your age. Box 39, every Thursday evening at 8 o'clock here on Cold Radio. So this is the last of our bits of music from our live house band, Ausgang Exit, and this is music for Brussels Executive Orders. And quite remarkably, uh, Henry and the Boys and Girls played that at the royal wedding of Prince Harry and Meghan Markle in June 2018. Do you remember that, Mike? Meghan Markle, 2018. Yeah. Do you remember yeah. the wedding? Uh, I remember the music. Well, I remember. I don't really remember the wedding, to be honest. No, I'm not a great fan of... Um, well, You're too busy loving the 21st century, aren't you? This is true. I mean, I'm a very positive person. Yeah. And, well, we've got um, another text that's really positive again. Uh, once more, another one from Donna in Norfolk. Oh, uh, wow. Donna in Norwich, uh, who says she loves the 21st century. And she says she loves it because of the great British firefighter. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, she says she's just said goodbye to six strapping firefighters who rushed to her flat after she got her big toe stuck in the cold tap outlet of her brand new eye bath while yeah. listening to this show. And the first firefighter in to help her, Sebastian, he had a massive tool for the job and she was sure she could handle it when he quickly oiled the tip of his shiny toe-releasing gadget and with moments he was done. Her toe was free. Amazing. I mean, gadgets are great, aren't they? I mean, Sebastian's gadget sounds fantastic. And there's, there's a tool for everything, isn't there? Anything and everything. Yeah. You can down a free app, download a free app to get any tool sent to your home, day or night, uh, 365 days a year. Within a two-hour time slot, it can be Ubered to you, can't it? It can be delivered, yeah. wrapped as a birthday yeah. present. Choice is the key. So I like to think... More choice of gadgets is something I love about the 21st century because these gadgets help me travel, educate, communicate. And uh, 21st century's make us braver, healthier, wiser, isn't it? 
Well, I'd like to think so. We, we're being positive, so yes, it is. Yeah, we've got uh, Airbnb. Yeah. We've got online doctor's appointments, yeah. uh, eBay bargains, tow-releasing devices. The list is absolutely endless. Yeah, and Just can... by using our fingers, we can, yeah. we can get what we want. Now, 20 years ago, Mike, if I was playing with my mouse on our laptop, it meant something very, very different. Yeah. Certainly wouldn't find you a cheap flight for your holidays. It might get you in trouble with the vet. This is true. So, um, Mike, why do you love the 21st century? Well, picking up on the theme uh, of uh, educate and communicate... Um, I really like uh, uh, the uh, streaming of live plays from the National Theatre. Uh, for example, um, uh, Streetcar Named Desire. Um, and I thought when I first saw my first one, I think at the Odeon in Colchester, um, it wouldn't be the same as uh, live theatre because I love live theatre. But you do have advantages. It's um, much closer. Uh, closer up to the uh, to, to, to facial expressions, more dramatic, uh, not so expensive, um, and um, it's in your backyard rather than spending a lot of money going to London. And uh, I just think it's wonderful that uh, uh, recently saw three and a half hours of the Lehman Brothers, who um, caused the uh, financial crisis in 2008. Only three actors, fantastic uh, backdrops. And I was engaged uh, for uh, the whole time, just simply because of the, the way it's filmed and uh, how it brings the immediacy of the uh, situation to everybody. Well, one thing we can't do about the 21st century is stop time running out, Mike. So yeah. we, we'll have to push on because uh, just to mention that Calm Radio Towers, you know, it's been likened to many things since it rose up from that little patch of land where the old abattoir used to be here in Webinar. And like the new 21st century, you've got blocks in London, haven't you? They've got affectionate nicknames as the Walkie Talkies, now the Gherkin, the Cheese Grater, and the Helter Skelter. And of course, local residents in North East Essex have been very quick to find nicknames for Calm Radio Towers. Uh, apparent similarity to a pair of very lifelike 20 metre high avocados. Yeah. Uh, North Wivenhoe residents refer to the building just as the Prairie Oysters, whilst uh, uh, here on the south, they simply call it Churchill's Plums. But anyway, here's Adrian in the music library once more. Colm Radio Funplex will be a family fun centre with outdoor amusements and water park, plus indoor arcade, go-karts, bowling and much more. The Funplex will be your party headquarters. Book your birthdays or other special events and more. For class trips, church outings, reward banquets and everything else, the Colm Radio Funplex will make your group get-together a hit. Or you will be able to give your company a unique corporate event and a fun team-building experience. And it gets even better. With a Funplex wristband, you can come early and stay as long as you like. Check out every ride and attraction we have to offer and ride your favourites again and again. Stop by the Colm Radio Funplex, once it's built that is, and get your wristband for an unforgettable day of fun. Well, there's wonderful B-52s, but we've got very little time left. But we're just going to say to two of our guests, we've got Richard here. Hello, Richard. Hello. And we've got Holly here. Hello, Holly. And they'll be with us for Red Button coming up in just a matter of seconds. So stay tuned. This has been Box 39 Celebration of the 21st Century. And we'll see you soon. So high up here in uh, Studio One on the fourth floor of Colne Radio Towers, looking out over the full and fertile lands of North East Essex, it's time for us to close Box 39 once more. Be seeing you. Be seeing you. A Gucky production for Cone Radio.